Talk 104.1. Hello, everybody, and a good Friday morning. My name is Nick Reed. We are broadcasting live from none other than Scramblers because it is Friday, after all. And that means Friday Roadshow, sponsored by Affordable Towing. Now, we do also today have our happy hour at Retro Metro. That is from 4 to 6 this afternoon. It is come and go as you please. Uh, so it's a, it's a social thing. It's a, an opportunity for us to hang out, to visit with you all, which is something that uh, oftentimes when we're out, like on Friday mornings, not able to do because I'm doing the show. And there are those brief moments where we have the news, we have commercial breaks that I may be able to say, hey, but it's I just feel shortchanged. So this is an opportunity for me to get to you know chat just a little bit more than normal so that will be at retro metro four to six this afternoon and saturday if you are looking to do something uh october festy retro metro is definitely the place for you as well they're going to have a big october fest event uh authentic german buffet uh, outdoor activities and live music and five dollar beers and it's just going to be one heck of a time and the weather's going to be perfect fall weather so that will be on saturday but uh, for today that four to six happy hour we would love to see you there i you know <laughs> there are certain things that happen in the news and they t- I-, I think there is oftentimes an attempt by people who do what I do on television on a national level and sometimes on radio as well, commentators, uh, they overcomplicate things. And with some degree of amusement, I have observed, as many of you probably have, all this analysis of Trump in the context of Speaker of the House and his announcement, his, his declaration that, uh, uh, you know, hey, if there's any way that they need my help, even if it's temporary, I've got a lot of friends in Congress, I'm a uniter, I could do it. Now, he's come out this morning or last night and, and fully 100% endorses Jim Jordan, the Speaker of the House. But this, there's the, there was all this analysis about, well, is it possible? And here's why it can't happen. Here's why it won't happen. And all I'm thinking to myself is, of course it's not going to happen. Does this really need analyzing? Of course he's not. And here's the other thing. Trump knew that. This is the thing about Trump that apparently... Some people don't recognize, and it's just simpler in the context of that Speaker of the House discussion than oftentimes I think people make it. Trump fancies himself, and he presents himself as the person that can best solve problems, fix problems, when when 
no when there's chaos and no one else can fix it, he's the guy. Uh, this is evident in his approach on things. This is evident, for example, Afghanistan. Uh, the Afghanistan question, or sorry, not Afghanistan, but Ukraine. The Ukrainian question is, how much longer is this going to go on? What's going on? I mean, I mean, no one can conceivably predict what the outcome is going to look like with any sort of virtual certainty when it comes to a timeline and a dollar amount. And, and what's Trump? He's like, oh, in a day I'll have this thing taken care of. There had with the the speaker vote total chaos. All of this. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? It's the end of the world. So it's natural for Trump to say, "Hey, if you guys need me, I can help take care of this." I mean, that's who he is. It would be unnatural for Trump to have said, "Uh, you know what? No, I I just really don't think that." Um, that it's it's best for me to get involved in that. Have you ever heard Trump? <laughs> you know, I mean, something that is on such a scale, of course not. That that's just who he is, and that's what he does. And I I fully believe that Trump one hundred percent never in his wildest dreams thought that it would be conceivably possible that this scenario would play out to where uh, you he, you know he would become Speaker of the House. Look, there are right now all of these questions as to whether or not he can even run a successful presidential campaign because it's clear the the election interference that the, the Democrats are presenting on numerous fronts with a goal of taking up so much of his time that he is not able to successfully campaign. Oh, you're going to add Speaker of the House onto that? So, you know, Trump knew that that wasn't something, but that that was going to happen or that he could do but he he, that's just that guy it's like yeah if you guys need me you know you just let me know i'll do it because his persona is that guy the guy who swoops in and is able to fix any and every problem that exists particularly the problems that nobody else can seemingly figure out how to fix and so i you know to me the whole thing is obvious as it played out um but it was, uh, to my own personal amusement, I would read these pieces and, and see all of this discussion. Like, well, Trump said that, you know, he could fill in and, and you know, well, here's why this probably can't happen. And his, and I'm like, it's not going to happen. Everyone knows it's not going to happen. Trump even knows it's not going to happen. And Trump, I, you know, if just a lot of over-evaluation. Uh, so he did say that he would accept the speakership for a short time uh, because, hey, he's a great uniter, and a lot of people in Congress like him, he said. But now he has thrown his support behind Jim Jordan. I think there is a very good chance that this thing is going to be done and wrapped up with not a whole lot of fanfare. Sometime next week, and Jim Jordan will get this. Um, I, I, I think that a lot of the re- Republicans that our establishment will want this thing done and over with. I think that the Republicans like Matt Gates and others will get behind Jim Jordan 
And this will be, as I thought for some time, much ado about nothing in terms of the Republican establishment's declaration that the sky is falling and this is the single most horrific thing ever to happen to this body and these people should never be allowed to hold public office again. And I, I could be wrong on that. There could be some establishment Republicans that's, uh, that you know want to make a point and want there to be this massive destruction that occurs this long drawn out thing so that they can point to how awful these these people like matt gates are but i i suspect ultimately that they probably enough of them will get pressure if those establishment republicans exist to just move this thing along get it done and over with so they can get back to uh you know the work of the day one thing i don't know is if jim jordan is speaker Will that impact his chairmanships? Uh, one of the areas in which many Americans appreciate his presence in D.C. is head of these these committees because he does a really great job. Uh, will he be able to continue those duties, one, just by the, the rules of the House, but then secondarily, will he even have time to do that with the duties of the speakership? And, uh, I, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but I suppose that's something that we'll see. We are broadcasting live again. We have the Friday Road Show going here at Scramblers. A look at the weather coming up in a couple of moments. Right now, the latest news. Good morning from Color 10 Studios. I'm Angela Luna. A pedestrian is in critical condition this morning after being hit by a car last night in Springfield. Police confirming with Color 10 the person was struck on sunshine between Campbell and Jefferson. That road is back open this morning after briefly being shut down. Police say the driver of the vehicle is cooperating and there were no signs of impairment. The driver was not hurt in the crash. Business owners in downtown Springfield say road closures from city utilities construction work is affecting their bottom lines. Roads are closed for a block in either direction and of the intersection of Campbell and College as crews upgrade water and gas lines in the area. The owner of Harbell's, which reopened less than a month ago, tells Color 10 he is having to create massive discounts to keep business moving and his workers employed. City utilities say the construction could be done either by the end of this week or early next week. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. First alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Frost advisory until 9 this morning for counties west of Springfield. Otherwise, a cloudy day, a bit warmer than we were anticipating yesterday. Uh, today's high expected to get up to 67. 36 for an overnight low. Sunshine, high of 60 tomorrow. Morning wind chill tomorrow, around 30. Mm, yeah, cozy. And, well, if you have a sweater on and a blanket. Sunday, sunny, high of 69. Traffic update, I'm Nick Reed. Happy hour, 4 to 6, Retro Metro. I, I do want to talk about this whirlwind of positioning the White House is doing regarding the border wall. We've gone from walls don't work to all of a sudden uh, Mayorkas saying, oh, yeah, we got a real big problem here. we got to start on this wall. Uh, the administration waiving all these environmental regulations. And then yesterday, Biden's asked, oh, so, oh, so now you're believe the position now is that walls work and he's like no and so then all of a sudden my orcas and the others are scrambling to try and uh you know say oh no, no this isn't anything different at all no no we're still against I, I think i've got a line on what's going on with all of that and i want to explain it coming up first ryan a1 custom car care things are getting colder oh yeah i don't know if that's what you're going to talk about or not but i mean I just, it's true yeah it is true and cars and stuff. Things are getting colder, but what else do we do during this time of year? 
coming up. Uh, trick or treating. Yeah. So you're out. You're driving your car. You're you know ferrying the kids around all the really fancy neighborhoods, right? Because that's where the good candy's at. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we got to go do Thanksgiving and you know like Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. And so all of this traveling is coming up. Everybody's always thinking about it, you know, worrying about what the plan is. But why aren't you worrying about whether or not your car's ready? And it just, it always kills me. This this season, like, this time frame is always the good time to catch up. Like, there's nothing going on right now, right? The kids are done. They're at school. They're, they're, they're good. We got the break because Halloween isn't that big, you know. And now's the time you can get caught up with all that stuff that's not broke yet before it breaks. Well, I know what happens. People wait for some sign yeah. that yeah. they need maintenance. They mm-hmm. wait till it starts to behave. They think that there's going to always be this little warning. And there isn't always. Sometimes there are. Yeah. But not yeah. always. But here's the honest fact. By the time you have some sort of warning, it's already become a repair. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a good chance. Uh, so I'll give you for instance, right? I got a four-cylinder turbo car. Oh, no. I didn't want to get the turbo. All right. That's another discussion for another day. Mm-hmm. But I have changed the spark plugs every about 45,000 miles. I think the recommendation is like 60. I change them early. And when I pull them out, there's not really anything wrong with them. And I don't feel bad because I spent like 100 bucks in fancy, expensive, original equipment spark plugs. And I know that if I had a problem... And I had to diagnose it somewhere. You know, I'm on the family trip and I got to go somewhere and I don't get a discount in another town. It's going to be over $100 just to look at it. Right. You know, so I might as well spend the $100, put the plugs in it, and the thing runs like a top. I'm not going to argue with that. Keep on top. Yeah. Yeah, you stay on top of stuff. I'm always recommending. And then you don't have issues. Yeah. It's All a good right. idea. Routine maintenance, and one of the things that I learned and I tell people is that, you know, the manufacturer of your vehicle, they have recommendations, which are, they vary from vehicle to vehicle, and people think, well, I got an oil, you know, every 3,000 miles or 5,000 or whatever the little sticker in the window says, but there are other, these sort of benchmark routine maintenance items that they, you know, that's what I did. I said, I want to make sure these are done, and so uh, when those... Usually it is on an oil change. Oh, hey, you're at 79,000 miles. Here's a couple of other recommended from the manufacturer. And, yeah, go ahead and do those things. So I recommend people do that as well. Mm -hmm. So look at me. Yeah. I've learned well from A1 Custom Car Care. The the Padawan is now the master. Yeah, well, getting there. All right. As always, good to see you, sir. Good to see you. All right, Ryan, A1 Custom Car Care coming up. DHS Secretary Mayorkas fuming over reports about the Biden administration building a border wall. I swear, it's you wake up any given day, you don't know what position these people are going to take. It's it, absolute utter chaos. How one keeps up with it, it's it's daunting to say the least. Coming up, we'll talk about that from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. Yeah, Stravit. Streaming live, KSGF.com. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Nick Reed. Okay, so here's a headline. DHS Secretary Mayorkas fumes over reports about Biden administration building border wall. Wait, that doesn't make sense because 
that I, I've read headlines that he was talking about the need for this to, to happen immediately. And you've got this turnabout. Uh, who's right? Who's wrong? It is without question reasonable for a person to think that I, I can't figure out what's going on. Typical media. They can't get anything straight. In fairness to the media, the White House is just... I, I, they are not tethered to even the appearance of consistency or the truth. And you have this situation yesterday or the day before where uh, we talked about it here and you heard it everywhere. I and mean, people just howling at the fact that this administration that has talked about a wall not working, a wall being racist, this isn't who we are, um, you know, all of these these slurs, if you will, hurled at those that support border security and utilizing a wall in order to enhance border security. And here, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, yes, we need to do that. And then the next day, they're the same people are going to some degree back to their original position. Oh, no, we're not saying anything about why. No, we're not claiming that a wall works. Well, what are you talking about? In fact, Joe Biden was asked, Yesterday, because of this new position by his administration, so you you know this is a signal that you know, the belief, the understanding that walls work, and Biden flat out he said no, they don't. So of course you can imagine the confusion here. <laughs> here's a, here's one of many stories from this one, the Daily Wire, Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas slammed news reports about a notice that the administration posted that waived dozens of laws in order to build border wall on the U.S. southern border. Mayorkas said on the U.S. Federal Register that the dire conditions on the U.S.-Mexico border makes it necessary to waive certain laws, regulations, and other legal requirements in order to ensure the expeditious construction of physical barriers and roads in the vicinity of the border of the United States in order to prevent unlawful entries into the United States. So th this is in the U.S. Federal Registry. This is the argument that was being made to waive these all of these federal laws for, uh, the, the, for Joe Biden to get out his dictator wand and say, these laws no longer count, at least for this. And the reason that was provided is because things are in horrific condition. The lack of security at the border, it is the consequences, the conditions are dire. And there's got to be physical barriers, you know, a.k.a. a wall. Mayorkas was forced in the submission to highlight the administration's failures to secure the border and their open border policies in the announcement, noting that in August, nearly a quarter of a million illegal aliens were caught attempting to enter the U.S. Those are just the ones caught. The announcement named multiple areas within the Border Patrol's Rio Grande Valley sector that are areas of high illegal entry that the administration now has designated as project areas. Biden addressed the announcement with reporters yesterday saying that he could not stop the border wall from being built in the area because the money was appropriated under the previous administration. He said that he does not believe walls will work. So th this is the, the latest position that they're taking is that, well, we can't help that the wall is going to be built, but we don't think it's going to work. Now, this is an administration that has no problem. In fact, the very first 
out of the gate week or two of the Biden administration was undoing all of these things that had happened under the Trump administration. I mean, everything. First one, Keystone Pipeline. This was not something that was done quietly. This was something that was done very loudly and very proudly, that we're going to go undo all of this stuff. Oh, now we're being told that this was something that we just can't stop this. Ironically, part of, quote, not being able to stop this is only being made possible because the administration is waiving all of these federal laws, largely environmental laws, that would, if not prevent it, but actually slow it down from occurring. So it is clear that the administration that has done everything, has gone to court, fought tooth and nail, at times just ignored what the law dictated that they do regarding border security now is submitting to waive environmental and other federal regulations so that this wall that they claim doesn't work could be built in an expeditious fashion, arguing that it's necessary because the border's in total chaos. But what they're saying public, what they're telling us is that, hey, we can't help it. Uh, Look, these funds were there. Nothing we can do about it. You know, hey, it's Trump's fault. By the way, we don't think this is going to work. So what's the point? What, what, what is all of this about? This will come as no surprise to you. I think I got it figured out. And I'm going to share it with you. But I know they're waiting with traffic. So we're going to get to that quick break. And then I'll explain to you what I think is going on here. And by think, I'm about 99% sure. Springfield's Talk 1041, live from Scrambler's Friday Road Show, sponsored by Affordable Towing. I'm Nick Reed. <laughs> Garage experts did a great job on my garage floor. I'll definitely recommend them to anyone who needs floor epoxy. Steve saying garage experts, they did an outstanding job applying the coating in our garage. They came out within a few days to give us a bid, quickly did the job. Workers were friendly, careful, on time, and thorough. Highly recommend the company. You know, it is so much more if you're going to have it done right by experts than just buying the flooring it's got some handfuls of the little specks in it that you sprinkle around the preparation it's sort of if you ever done any sort of painting in your home you know that if you want it done right the preparation for that is just as important as the painting itself if you don't do the proper prepping of the surface and the surface depending on does it have some sort of stain on it or is it a oil-based paint you know there are these different variables that dictate the best way to prep that wall before you do the painting otherwise it's not going to look great It's not going to last as long, and it's just not going to be done as well as it could. And it's the same thing when it comes to your garage floor. That prep is also important, and this is one of the areas where you get such excellent service out of garage experts. And it's the prep, it's the people, it's the fact that this is their job. This is what they do every day. It's not one of 80 different services they provide. So if you want it done, you want it done right and you're willing to pay to have it done right instead of wasting money, paying what you think is less, but not having it done right, 
you got to go garage experts to have it done right. It's what I did. So many others did. You can find them under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. And that first alert forecast, we do have a frost advisory until 9 for counties west of Springfield. Cloudy day 67, down to 36 tonight. Tomorrow with a high of 60. Morning wind chills around 30. And then Sunday, sunny with a high of 69. All right. This week has been a confusing week if you try and get a grasp on where this administration stands with border security. The mantra has been the border is secure, walls don't work, anyone who supports a wall is racist, this is not who we are, walls are awful, Statue of Liberty, give us your huddled masses. I mean, we all know the, the, the rhetoric that we are bombarded with by the virtue signalers in the White House and in the media. Then all of a sudden, yesterday, or the day before, rather, we hear this Mayorkas, and he's, he's talking about how dire situation, things are so horrible and chaotic at the border, we need to waive federal regulations to get a wall built. Now, a lot of people think that this was some big announcement that was made, but this was a this was the justification that was made to the government by the administration in order to get things moving. What what let me tell you what they did, what the administration was hoping was going to happen. That no one would really even know that this was going on, that here's what they were wanting. Because as you you know, yesterday Biden has asked, "Oh, so wall? Uh, yeah, okay. So you see, wall is working. No, we don't see the wall is working. And now everyone in the administration is coming out and they're saying, well, we can't help the wall from being built because of Trump. You know, all of a sudden, this is the one thing they can't stop. They could stop Keystone pipelines. They can stop, um, you know, anything and everything else that the Trump administration has had done, had put into place. They can stop all of those successful things that were leading to a better quality of life in America. But this one thing they can't stop. So what, what's going on here? The administration recognizes that, and Democrats recognize, they're in a very, very, very bad place on this issue. In a place that could affect their cling to power. Uh, They've been getting what they're wanting, and that is millions of people coming into this country illegally. This 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 is what they want. But at the same time, they want to continue to stay in power. So as is oftentimes with Democrats, as soon as elections are over, they go full bore in their left-wing legislation and regulations. But then when it gets closer to election time, they have to sort of remarket themselves as uh, because the results of their agenda that they put into place wreak havoc. And Americans recognize that this is not good for us, and so they have to remarket themselves. We saw this remarketing before the midterm elections when it came to defund the police. The people who were talking about defunding the police were all of a sudden claiming we were never for defunding the police. They have to remarket themselves. Okay? So the administration recognizes that they are losing on this issue because of the results. 
So what they want to happen is come election day, just a little over a year from now, they can show successful results in the diminishment of the number of people that are coming into this country illegally. They want to be able to say, look, it's getting better, right? But here's what they can't do. They can't say it's getting better because we were wrong and we went back and did things the way that Trump said it needed to be done, a.k.a. a wall, as at least a component of it. But at the same time, they know that that works because they're not stupid. They know that that works. This is why there's a border a fence around the White House. This is why the Democrats put fencing around the U.S. Capitol. The people who claim that walls and barriers don't work are the people who love to use them the most. They know they work. So the what we're looking at here is an administration that is wanting to start to stem the tide of this massive illegal flood so that this time next year they can say, look, we have made things better. We have fixed a broken system. And they know that a way to actually get that done is at least one of the components is to have a border wall. But they also can't acknowledge that border walls work. So you think, well, that kind of puts you in a bad place, doesn't it? The fix is the thing that you claim isn't the fix. Well, if you notice, that's exactly what's happening right now. They're pushing for the border wall, but then they come out and say the walls don't work. So the way that they try and reckon with that mixed messaging is to say, that walls don't work, the only reason it's happening, it's not because we think that they work, it's because we have no choice, which of course is an absurd lie. Now, I know you're thinking, but won't people recognize that if it is working after the wall and they tried to claim credit for uh, stemming the tide of illegals and show that their policies are working going into the next election, isn't it going to be obvious that it was because of the wall? Look, you got to understand, I mean, look at the world we live in and the absurd notions that are presented before the American people and how many people buy these absurd notions. And they know that. I mean, these are people who have been claiming that the border is secure all of this time. And there is a segment, particularly amongst their base, who have accepted that explanation. So what they will do is they will, of course, with the help of the media, the media just talking about if, if the, the, they do get enough of the wall built to where this time next year things are looking better in terms of the millions of illegals coming into this country. And the media, all they're going to do is talk about how, how the, the administration has made things better. They're not going to talk about the wall. The media is not going to go back and remind the American people that this success did not begin until the wall was built. And if Republicans bring it up, the administration will just claim that it's not true. 
They'll say that the wall was irrelevant. They will claim, regardless of what the numbers actually show, that things were getting better before the wall was even being built. And the only reason that they, that wall continued to be built is because they had no choice. But really, when it came to the, the success, it is irrelevant. So that is what I believe, based on the information that we know and based on the way that they are behaving, is going on with this. It is their understanding and realization and recognition that walls do work. And they need something to work. But they can't afford politically to acknowledge that it's the wall that works because that's what they've been against all this time, publicly, claiming that they don't work. Spring, I know it's hard to keep up with, right? Don't you just sometimes think to yourself as you try and navigate the twisted Rube Goldberg way that the people in charge get things done, don't you just ever think to yourself, you know, it'd be a lot easier if you you just did a straightforward, honest job. Like, if you didn't worry about politics, if you weren't worried, at least in this scenario, of trying to you know, prove that you're different than Republicans. Just look at a situation like the border, recognize what works, which they clearly are demonstrating they know that's a wall, and then just do it. Wouldn't that be, think how much easier that would be. I used to work with a guy that, um, it was a very long time ago, not here, elsewhere, and he was, he, uh, what's the best way to describe the guy? He, he was not reliable at all. And he was known for not, he wasn't reliable. So oftentimes if he had certain things to do or jobs to do, he had, you know, within his, his um, job description, there was a very good chance you knew that it wouldn't get done. But what was amazing was the effort that he would go to in order to avoid his responsibilities. It got to the point where it was absurd and it was clear to most people that it would take less effort for him to actually do his job than the amount of effort he put into avoiding doing his job. And you may know people like this. I don't know. Maybe you are one of those people. But you've seen these people and you think, you know, if you would just do it, that would be easier than, than you trying to, do, to get out of doing it. And that's what we see oftentimes with these people in the elite class, and specifically when it comes to the border, we know what works. I mean, we, you just put it all aside, get the politics out of it. We know what works. We saw it begin to work to a great success under the Trump administration. Guess what? Every other country in the world knows what works. Because you know what they do in other countries when they have these problems? They literally build walls. Walls that work. So we know, but because of politics, because the uh, Trump, and I don't want to say Republicans, because Republicans in terms of the party and the establishment have been a major roadblock in fixing this problem for their own reasons. A lot of that's Chamber of Commerce stuff, but because Trump, who is a guy who, as a business guy, is like, what works, let's do it, and if it doesn't work, let's try something else. And closing up that border, securing our border, dealing with illegal immigration was something that he wanted to do. And so he said, let's do it. Because of that, because Trump is bad, 
politically, the decision was you know, made that we have to go 100% the other way. Now, like I said, there are other reasons that you and I know that they do want, many people want all of these uh, illegals here. But to the degree that they have allowed it to get out of control is to a point of absurdity that has been completely unnecessary because everyone knows how to secure a border. And the only reason that we haven't done it here is politics and those who do want the illegals to be here in the United States. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Well, Sarah Myers, Thank who will you. be at Retro Metro That's for a happy right. hour. Uh, Four Chris, to six. I got to text Christy Polnecki and remind her. She said she's going to come, but she needs reminders. That's right. I'm really excited. I'm going to order some dinner. Oh? I know. Oh. I never do that. So I'm going to give me a little dinner yeah, and just hang out. Good. So come say hi to us. Yep. Uh, Four to six. Retro Four Metro. Six, yep. All right. Um, so this morning, I used my heated car seats, and it was absolutely fantastic. And I'm currently in my Avis long-term rental program. And one thing that I mention all the time is that all of the vehicles with the long-term rental program, they are uh, the top in the top tier. They have all of the bells and whistles, and that is really nice, uh, especially if you are in the market to purchase a new vehicle soon, and you're not necessarily sure if that's something that you want. If you want to kind of splurge on some of those top tier higher-end packages, you can try vehicles out with the long-term rental program. Now, Avis, they created this program to kind of bridge that gap between buying a vehicle and leasing a vehicle. So, like I said, it's great if you are in the market to purchase a new vehicle soon. If you are a person who leases your vehicles and you're wanting more flexibility, or maybe you are a person who is a business owner that's looking to add to your fleet of vehicles, all of those are great options with the long-term rental program. Um, there's no vehicle maintenance fees. There's no trips to the DMV. And like I mentioned before, uh, you can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, if you want more information on Avis's long-term rental program, just swing by their store. It's located off of Fort and Sunshine here in Springfield. Speak to Lauren and of course you can find all of the contact information for Avis under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. New York Dems Capitol Hill fire alarm incident referred to feds for charges similar to January 6th rioters. The Heritage Foundation's oversight project is referring Representative Jamal Bowman, Democrat New York, for criminal prosecution after he was caught on cameras pulling a fire alarm inside the House of Representatives building amid tense talks to avoid a government shutdown last weekend. They are alleging that Bowman broke federal and local laws just after House Republicans announced they would rush a stopgap spending bill known as a continuing resolution to the House for Saturday. It caught some Democrats off guard, and they claimed that they didn't have time to read it thoroughly. In a letter reviewed by Fox News Digital, Heritage claims that Bowman's list of potential criminal violations include a federal obstruction status, which has been used by the Justice Department to prosecute alleged rioters who entered the Capitol on January 6th and calls for prison time up to five years. The letter notes that Representative Bowman's actions violated federal law in addition to D.C. criminal law. The Department of Justice and Federal Bureau of Investigations have made ample use of similar legal theories recently to investigate and prosecute individuals across the country. 
It was sent Thursday to a U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, FBI Director Christopher Wray, and the leaders of the U.S. Capitol Police and D.C. Metropolitan Police Departments. The federal statute states, whoever corruptly or by threats of force or by any threatening letter or communication influences, obstructs or impedes or endeavors to influence, obstruct, or impede the due and proper administration of the law under which any pending proceeding, any pending proceeding is being had before any department or agency of the United States or the due and proper exercise of the power or inquiry under which any inquiry or investigation is being had by the House or any committee or either House or Joint Committee of Congress shall be fined under this title in prison not more than five years. Now, let me tell you how successful the establishment and the left have become at assimilating us into being comfortable with a dual justice system. I believe that there are people that aren't even left-wingers out there who recognize and, you know, maybe they are somewhat sympathetic to those on January 6th, but they're like, hey, you know what? You do the crime, you do the time. I understand and hey, what, what they were doing, and I sympathize, but you cannot break the law. That will, at the same time, just instinctually feel that this guy should not go to prison for pulling the fire alarm. Even though the law as it has been applied to January 6ers, it would apply to him as well. We're talking about violating the law for the purposes of disrupting government proceedings. And that's clear that's what was going on here. The continuing... The Democrats wanted... The Democrats wanted government shutdown. And at the last minute, it became apparent that Republicans were going to be able to stop it, and Democrats could not stop them from stopping it, and so this happened. And even if they want to claim that that wasn't his purpose, clearly there were people and are people who are being charged on January 6th that did not have the intent of disrupting the transfer of the presidency from one to the other. Some did, clearly, but many of these individuals, they, were, they walked in after police waved them in. They were just wandering around. And we have gotten so far down this path of a dual justice system that I, I, I bet if, if this individual was treated in the exact same manner, this congressman, in the exact same manner that these citizens have been treated for doing the same thing, that polling would show that most Americans, or at least a plurality of Americans, think that it's wrong to prosecute and perhaps imprison this member of Congress, but still support January 6ers doing the same. Now, many of you don't feel that way, but I, I'm telling you, the, the, the fact that there is not the same outcry, and of course, we've got the media is left-wing, and of, you know, obviously, they're on his side. But this is just, yet again, the extreme dual justice system. If you're an American citizen and you do something illegal in the Capitol to disrupt proceedings, 
you will be chased down. The Department of Justice will not rest. They'll have your home raided, have you handcuffed in small town USA, and throw you in prison for years and years and years. But if you are a Democrat member of Congress, nothing at all. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed.